Hey everyone, keeping our promise and our back after one week. And uh, welcome to Movie Tragic. I'm one of your co-hosts, Ryan Bruzy. Joining me, as always, is my buddy Alex Schiffman. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, we got some te- technical difficulties out of the way, and we're we're moving along, and everything's looking I, good. <laughs> I got new Wi-Fi, and it's being a bit of a bitch right now, so hopefully <laughs> we can get through it. My camera won't even work, so um, I can only see Alex's beautiful face. He can't see my <laughs> awful ghoulish one. Um, oh, jeez. <laughs> All right, let's get to what we're playing and watching. Um, Alex, why don't you kick us off? Okay, uh, so I have been playing, uh, this is the same thing you've been playing, uh, Final Fantasy sixteen. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Attack on Titan meets Game of Thrones meets Dragon Ball meets Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> and it is definitely all of those things from uh, how far I've gotten into it. And, uh, yeah, I'd add a little bit of Godzilla in there, too, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, it is, uh, just as cinematic, I'd say, as, like, the God of War games, the new God of War games, uh. Oh, God, yeah, it's so insane, the scale of this game. Mm-hmm. It is making my PlayStation 5 chug, and that's, uh, that's saying something, because that thing's pretty powerful. Uh, yeah. It's so weird. I haven't had any issues... <laughs> really? Zero. And mine, I constantly have to dust out. Oh. So, I don't know. It's weird. Huh. Yeah. I've done performance mode and uh, what's the other one? Uh, graphics. F- graphics Which mode. Which is what I'm on. I'm on graphics. It just, the frame rate steadies a bit more. Oh, really? Yeah, because yeah, performance. Yeah, it lost 30. Yeah. yeah. It's all over the place. Yeah, I had to switch. Hmm. But yeah, anyways, it, it's pretty damn good so far. I think story-wise, it's definitely my favorite Final Fantasy. Uh, and that's maybe controversial. Uh, <laughs> but that's yeah, okay. It's just dark fantasy compared to kind of a more light fantasy that the, the other games kind of or feel steampunk, like. steampunk. The steampunk. Yeah. Uh, uh, elements. And plus, I just like, I really like Clive. He's not, he's just a really good dude. Mm-hmm. Whereas Cloud is just kind of a whiny bitch. Yeah. And kind of a dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I like Tifa. Like, and that's why I played Final Fantasy VII. I like her character. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, a little much sometimes. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I like the side characters, too, so far. Uh, Sid is probably one of oh, my Sid's favorite side characters. awesome. Yeah. Everyone but, is so hot in this game. <laughs> yeah i would agree with that it's kind of ridiculous <laughs> the, the world may have its problems but everybody's hot <laughs> but uh, uh yeah other than that um i've been watching i don't know if i've talked about this before on our podcast but i i've watched all three seasons now and of dave uh if oh. you haven't uh heard of it it is a show about little dicky uh the rapper and it is kind of his career and how it starts uh kind of like not successful to being extremely successful and uh it's a very weird ride it has a lot of heart to it uh in terms of character development and actually talking about some important issues but it also is one of the most uncomfortable shows I've ever watched. <laughs> well, okay. Like, Curb Uncomfortable? 
And Practical uh, Joker's uncomfortable? Yeah, I'd say so, and, and just specific episodes. Um, okay. The, the newest season, uh, one episode, they're on tour, and they get stuck uh, in Mississippi and are uh, forced to stay with a extremely uh, Christian family in Mississippi and, like, deal with uh, their two oppo- opposing viewpoints, and it is incredibly uncomfortable. <laughs> so... <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it's a super interesting show for something coming from a rapper that primarily focuses on uh, jokes uh, rather than, uh, well, I I would say there's some substance to certain songs, too. But, yeah, it's on Hulu, uh, three seasons now, and uh, still going strong. So, yeah, give it a shot. I think and... people are like, is this our recommendation section already? <laughs> I, I, I felt like I should put a spotlight on it. I didn't want to recommend yeah, yeah. it because I, I feel like there's other things I'll end up recommending. But, right. uh, yeah. I, but pretty much that's all I've really uh, done this week because uh, this is my long work week, so I haven't gotten to dive into anything. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Yeah, uh, I've only heard of Little Dicky because of Tim Gettys from Kind of Funny. Oh, yeah. I think he, loves, he gave it a glowing he, review, too. <laughs> yeah, he's always loved that show. So, mm. yep. Um, is that all for you or anything yeah. else? What about uh, The Bear, season two? Uh, haven't started it yet. That's probably okay. actually going to okay. be tonight. Okay, cool. Cool. Um, Black Mirror for me. I've just been, you know, kind of going, going along through those. I'm in season three or f- I think season four. Um, and then I watched the first episode of Secret Invasion. Um, oh. It was good. Um, it was fine. Uh, I heard the second episode gets a lot better, though. Oh, okay. Um, so, because, um, yeah, that premiere was a little lackluster, just in energy, kinetic energy that Winter Soldier usually had, you know, and they want this to be the next Winter Soldier. Um, that's what they pretty much have said. They're like, we're going for that vibe. So, mm. I haven't really felt that quite yet, but... Um, and then I've actually been trying... Uh, a little bit, some Overwatch 2. Oh, yeah. You you texted me about that. How's that going yeah. so far? I just play with my friend Casey most of the time, and uh, me and her just play, and uh, yeah, I've only been really comfortable so far playing with Reaper. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just a lot of fun. For such a brooding dude, though, he's very talkative. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> But, yeah, he's just a fun character. I've um, gotten a couple, like, you know, 18 kills, 5 death kind kind of matches. Um, So I've done pretty well. Then I've had other matches. I really don't like the capture the area matches. Mm -hmm. Reaper's just not good at those. So I do really bad. (laughs) Doesn't (laughs) feel like he's, you know, meant for that. Yeah. um, So much. But um, other than that, though, yeah, that's kind of it. I've just been watching Markiplier videos, honestly, just for, like, comfort food kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, alright. Let's get to the news. Don't have too much. And I don't think we're gonna do a full cap replot just because we were supposed to start at 12 and it's nearly 1. So, we're just gonna have a general discussion because I don't think we can squeeze in the full plot of that movie without oh, me just motor-mouthing it, you know? <laughs> um, alright. 
Warner Brothers uh, Discovery and talks to license HBO original series to Netflix. Insecure, part of arrangement and other titles in discussion. So distributed on non-exclusive basis would still uh, stream on Max. Deal was not closed and may still fall apart. And then there was an update. Warner Brothers Discovery is negotiating to sell around half of its storied Warner Studios film and TV music publishing assets for approximately $500 million. Hmm. So, is this Zaslov just going off <laughs> his rocker, or is Warner Brothers fucking broke? Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to think uh, the broke route is probably the <laughs> where we're at. I mean, did here. you see that one chart of the MCU grossing versus DC? The uh, bottom, have... the, there was a list in the bottom MCU movie grossed higher than the top DCEU movie. Ooh, that's rough. <laughs> yeah, I, I know bottom, DCEU. The bottom one, so it's... We're not trying to shit on DCEU. We're, honestly, we've talked shit about Marvel plenty lately. <laughs> yeah. We haven't been glowing about them, so... Yeah. We're, we just like good movies. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, this seems weird. Like, I, it'd be weird to see The Sopranos on Netflix. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, honestly, seen... maybe people would watch it more. That that could be, since apparently their uh, no password sharing system seems to be working in their favor as well for Netflix. So yes, <laughs> so maybe a lot of people will get into shows that they maybe wouldn't because of Max. Um, yeah, I still think it's an old people show. <laughs> no, no I, I i think they definitely give it a shot because that that uh is a legendary show uh even though i haven't uh seen it <laughs> i offered you the dvd set because i got the blu-ray set for like 30 bucks <laughs> and it was originally 155 <laughs> well i i appreciate god bless it. you god bless you wario 64 by the way on twitter oh he's, yeah that's uh, right. he's a, that man's a godsend yeah he he always sends out really good deals. So yeah, follow him on Twitter if you you can. Oh yeah, if you just want like seven dollar movies that are like four K steel books, like he'll he'll show them to you. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so it, he's awesome. But yeah, back to this. Uh, it's it's crazy how much like does Warner Brothers last throughout the end of the year? Do they buy out? I I don't know. It's kind of crazy to think about. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know, like, and it seems like some music, yeah, like music, like Batman music is seems to be a part of it, too. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. just interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. It's, uh, I don't know if we're going to be talking about this later in the show, but if it's all right, I was going to bring it up. Um, sure. Yeah, in, in terms of streaming, we're seeing some very worrying things. Uh, specifically oh, yeah. from uh, Paramount right now, which could uh, ooze into all these other uh, streaming sites. But Paramount uh, just dropped a show. Uh, what is it? The the Grease show, uh, Rise of the Pink Ladies. Um, they stopped the season and then they are taking it, it off. Yeah, just <laughs> removed it. Um, along with um, Star Trek Prodigy, which is the kids star trek show uh they they just completely removed that off of paramount and uh it seems like we're getting into an era of just 
completely destroying types of media. So I don't know if I'm more happy about Max uh, giving their options to other streaming services mm -hmm. <laughs> compared right. to just yeah. completely removing them. That's a good point. <laughs> like, yeah, what do they do with those rights once they get them? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, this is all nightmare fuel with the writer strike. It's like, oh boy, we're gonna. Good thing we are a back catalog kind of podcast. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> That's and true. not a recent movie so much thing. Like it's much better for us because mm -hmm. who knows when we're even gonna get new shit out there this year. Yeah. Um. But uh, all right. Let's just stop this really just dark. To buy physical media. That's 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 my suggestion. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, it takes up room, but you'll be happy in the in the end. Mm -hmm. uh, Metal Gear Solid Master Collection Volume 1 coming out October 24th and this includes all of the Metal Gear games from like NES and stuff mm -hmm. so yeah. I'm super excited it's going to be weird because if you want to play these in, in order you have to play three first and <laughs> then I think one of the NES games mm -hmm. um, it's a weird timeline um, yeah. but I am so excited because we just recently I just brought this up to you about how you can play those games, and I can't. Oh, um, yeah. Yep, Xbox. And <laughs> so, yeah, just super excited for this, and I'm excited for the remake of Metal Gear Solid 3. That was the one... Uh, no, I popped for two things during the PlayStation conference, which was Helldivers 2 and Metal Gear. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Spider-Man, but I. that's kind of a, you know... <laughs> Yeah, everyone's got pop for that. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, a given. Exactly. <laughs> that's the word I was, you know, that five letter word. That's really easy. That's what I was thinking of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Multiple across the Spider-Verse crew members have come out about how unsustainable working conditions have caused a hundred artists to leave the film. They are pushed to work uh, 11 plus hour a day, seven days a week for more than a year. Jeez. Uh, this is horrible. And it's not the, the only, uh, example of this because we've been seeing oh, this no, across this is VFX games artists and, is yeah kind of par for the course for them unfortunately there's a really depressing slash funny video that ryan george has made about <laughs> just how underpaid they are too mm -hmm. definitely extremely especially, underpaid yeah we've especially been hearing those stories about uh vfx artists in the, the mcu not well shitting on the mcu again here sorry but, yeah, especially recently, uh, the new movies have been having a lot of backlash because of this. And, yeah, just... I mean, it's funny, because they can update the movies. Mm-hmm. They do get updated as they go along. They do get quote-unquote patches. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I can guarantee you, Ant-Man, Quantumania, looked better when I watched it on Disney Plus than it did in theaters that first week. Mm-hmm. Or even the second week in theaters, it probably looked better. Besides, Modoc, uh, yeah, <laughs> oh. and uh, there is that uh, infamous one that was uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. Uh, we've seen memes about that one here for a while, so it's uh, it's just an ongoing problem. They just don't have enough time. It's uh, uh, just getting pushed through as fast as they can. All right, someone knocked on my door for a second there. All right. Secret Invasion intro is AI-generated. 
This is just a really bleak news segment. Besides Metal Gear, that's the only, and that's video games, so that's gonna yeah. count. <laughs> so, yeah, this is bad. Did you? I watched it because you can't skip it. I think I probably can after the first week. The first episode, you can skip the intro. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. But it just looks bad. Yeah, I, I, I can see what they're going for, and it's just I'm like, you paid this out to a okay. I, I just, I, it's really disappointing. That's yeah, definitely. Is. It's really just kind of gross. Um, now, here's something kind of cool about Scrolls or Secret Invasion. Scrolls have been appearing in real-life news broadcasts across ABC since they're owned by Disney. So you can see them in the background during news segments or they'll be, like, working the cameras and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I do think it's really that's funny. really cool. It's, uh... No, it's I... A... I <laughs> trying to speak positive about this whole thing <laughs> a yeah. little bit here <laughs> i uh, uh yeah it's cool marketing it's very cool marketing uh the, i i don't want to go dark again but i do uh <laughs> i do think it might uh get some people to go ah oh, they really are lizard men look <laughs> <laughs> the lizard people from underground <laughs> Crab people, crab people. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. really hoping that that doesn't end up being the case. <laughs> so I just thought of my recommendation. Oh, mm, dang. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, okay. The Parent Television and Media Council has called on HBO to cancel The Idol due to its depiction of torture porn <laughs> oh, and sexual abuse. Jesus, yeah. From what I've heard, that uh, that was uh, only a matter of time that that was going to happen. It was supposed to premiere six episodes, and they were just like, nah, five is fine. Yeah. <laughs> this is what they came out with after Succession ended, by the way. Yeah. This was the follow-up to one of the greatest shows of all time, was The Weeknd trying to act with a bad wig. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know what else to say other than... His uh... acting was... I've seen scenes. I'm just like, this is even out of context. This is horrible. Yeah. And I usually not try to take scenes out of context. I think that's silly. The whole Cruella thing with the dog was very silly when that whole thing happened, when that movie mm-hmm. came out, that was very silly. So yeah, it, even out of context, this show in context, this show is just badly written. It's from a dude that does euphoria and, um, euphoria has dialogue. Um, so great. Like, I was born on 9-11, so you know I'm edgy. Oh, Jesus. All right. <laughs> Just. <laughs> yeah, I don't even yep. know how All to right. comprehend that. Uh, that's like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, last, a good piece of news to end out the news segment here. No, Ari Aster <laughs> confirms... That his next film... Yeah, you're going to spin this into something awful. Um, Ari Aster <laughs> confirms that the, his next film, titled Eddington, is a contemporary West noir set during the pandemic. Oh, no. Okay. Well, I, you know, Ari Aster, I'm down for it either way, so... <laughs> so I haven't seen Bo is Afraid because it was in our theater for like a fucking week. Yeah. I was so uh, fucking angry. I was ready to see it that month, and it just went away. Yeah, just there were just away. a lot of big things that just kind of moved it out of the way. It came which out was... during that little time period, so yeah. it was yeah. yeah that was it was a bad timing for that movie. I I'm still just waiting for it to not be twenty bucks to rent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, 
even though it costs me more to drive my car to the movie theater using up the gas and everything it's probably just as much but mm -hmm. whatever <laughs> okay um all right so what are two recommendations uh do you mind if i go first yeah of course all right uh so i my recommendation is a uh a movie called <laughs> the midnight meat train oh hell um yeah. <laughs> Could this be misconstrued as a porno? Absolutely. Um, but it is not. It is a movie that stars... Actually, Bradley Cooper just kind of right before he broke out, right? Like, mm -hmm. wasn't this like two years before The Hangover? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's got Bradley Cooper and Vinnie Jones. If you know Vinnie Jones, um, badass motherfucker from Snatch, uh, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Unfortunately, played the juggernaut in X Men Three. Um, <laughs> I think everyone forgot about that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry to bring back those memories, everyone. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a really good movie. It's about a reporter that, um, or reporter, I'm sorry, a photographer that uh, is like a city photographer. He's trying to get his um, pictures looked at by art galleries and stuff like that. And he comes across a strange man that he just feels like he has to look into. And uh, you learn more about Vinnie Jones' character, but not so much through dialogue, because I don't think he says a single word in the movie besides maybe one line, right? Mm -hmm. Or something like that. Yeah. Um, and this is a originally a Clive Barker movie. Or, I'm sorry, story. Is it a short story or... Oh, I, I believe it's a short know. Clyde Barker short story. Um, so yeah, the guy that made Hellraiser and uh, Candyman. Um, yeah, it's it's one of his, and it's just a pretty gruesome movie too. Um, it's very stylized. Uh, it's a Japanese director, so it kind of has that look to it a little bit, and just those kind of um, dramatic, uh, <laughs> very dramatic uh, facial, you know, kind of like a Spielberg thing. Mm -hmm. Um, but just really, really good, violent, and most of it, it doesn't all take place on a train. <laughs> it's not like the whole movie takes place on a train, but Bradley Cooper's character is just kind of slowly losing his mind while trying to, uh, figure out more about this guy. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of getting in the way of his, uh, relationship as well. Uh, but you've seen it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anything else time. you want to say about it? Because I feel like I didn't explain it that well. <laughs> oh, no. I, so the thing is, this movie is in my memory uh, as an awesome movie, but I didn't. I can barely remember anything about it because I watched it when it came out way back when. So well, I, This was a blockbuster rental yeah. <laughs> kind of because uh, <laughs> it was not in theaters or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was, like, right before, like, streaming really took off is what I remember, at least. I may be completely wrong on that, but, but and yeah. And here's where you can watch it. Voodoo, Pluto TV, Tubi, Sling TV, Redbox, Amazon Prime, Plex, and Freebie. <laughs> so, no excuse to not watch it. Yeah, definitely. But it's a cool movie, and it's pretty gruesome, too. Mm -hmm. And the third act is pretty fucking nuts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it goes places. Yep, <laughs> that I do really remember. Cool. 
Yeah. Yeah, and it's only an hour and 40 minutes, so it's not like... And, you know, the movie earns its time. It doesn't feel overly long or anything. So, it's great for that. So, yeah, Midnight Meat Train available everywhere, apparently. Mm-hmm. All right, All what right. is yours? So, I had kind of a conflict about five minutes ago because something popped into my head that uh, will probably be my recommendation for next week. But uh, for now, uh, I thought this was Ooh, a teaser. timely timely uh uh recommendation because of scream 2 i am going to recommend a another old show <laughs> this is going to be like my my main thing for recommendation is old i honestly shows. thought you were going to recommend the faculty oh no because i almost did and that <laughs> this would have been actually pretty crazy if we actually recommended the same thing <laughs> that that would be a good one though so maybe in the future at some point but, it's a uh, Kevin Williamson joint, so yeah. <laughs> Which but, we uh, never talked about him on the podcast, and that's my bad. We'll get to him and scream oh, yeah, chat. definitely, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so my recommendation from 1995 is, uh, if you've ever heard of it, Sliders. <laughs> um, this is a show starring just... Jerry O'Connell, and <laughs> <laughs> who is uh, one of the stars of Scream Two. Uh, and it focuses on a, uh, it's like a, it's, uh, a, a remote that can send people to alternate universes. Uh, it has kind of a wild cast of characters, uh, John Reese davies who, uh, you may, uh, like him for his acting, but he has some interesting, uh, viewpoints that, uh, we won't talk about here that are, uh, pr- uh somewhat problematic. Wait, wait Gimli? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, God uh, damn it. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, uh, I'm going to probably butcher this, but Clavant Derricks, as probably my favorite character, who's Rembrandt, uh, he's, he just gets kind of roped into this, uh, tire, this, like, universe hopping thing, and is just kind of like, oh, why the fuck am I even here? <laughs> um, but yeah, it, Every episode, they jump to another universe, and they're just trying to get home. Uh, it It's just super fun. They talk about some interesting subject matter uh, throughout their their jumps, because there are some very uh, fucked up worlds that they go to. And, um, yeah. Uh, it, oh, yeah. This is a, a big thing that kind of made Sliders pop back for a minute. Um, it was an original... Uh, partially an original story by uh, George R. R. Martin. Uh, so oh. he, he had kind of a, a hand in making sliders. He talks about it every once in a while. But he I, used to I be don't... a sci-fi writer primarily. Yeah. So... Back in the day, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he did a lot. He actually had a hand in a lot of different like things back in the 90s that we probably... Uh, well, probably people don't remember well, apparently now. Apparently he got an itch for that again, because he's got his hand in everything now, too. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, anyways, uh, Sliders, uh, you can watch it on Peacock, and it looks like, for some reason, uh, off of Google, you can just literally watch episodes for no reason. I don't really know. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> people are going to be like, Google's going to be like, wow, this people really like Sliders all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope so. Just get slider ads all over your phone. Yeah. 
<laughs> um, all right, Scream 3, you can stream that on Paramount+. Plus. <laughs> yep. And, uh, yep, rent and buy anywhere else, but it is on Paramount+. Plus. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Alex, this is your first time watching Scream 2. Um, the first thing I mentioned to you before, or the last thing I mentioned to you before we got off last week was, uh, you're going to be pretty happy with the cast in this movie. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> what did you think of Scream 2 overall? Um, okay, so this is another, uh, I don't know if it's a controversial take, and it may be just because I was having a lot of fun with the cast, uh, jumping in and out of just absolute, like, high-profile people nowadays, uh, but I, I kind of liked Scream 2 more than one. <laughs> uh, mm. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll tell you that it, this movie would be absolute dog shit without, uh, <laughs> without <laughs> Scream cast. 1. Yeah, well, yeah. No, I think it's still, like, the cast is what redeems it, uh, mm. but this movie I really fucking enjoyed because of Scream 1. It wouldn't okay. have, it would have just been a basic ass movie without that. And I will say the, we, we'll get to the killer reveal later, but I think that this is a much worse killer reveal. But Oh the, God, yes. Yeah, the, the movie as a whole, I had a lot more fun with, but it probably, like you said, is because of the cast. Because it is absolutely mm-hmm. stacked from the very first scene of the movie to to the end. <laughs> so. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah. Well, some interesting tidbits um, about the movie. The first like forty five pa- pages of this movie were leaked, including a possible ending with like four killers. Oh shit. Um, Wes has never confirmed or denied this. It's just kind of like, eh, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, so, and apparently Kevin Williamson, who we did not talk about at all, writer of uh, Dawson's Creek, mm-hmm. head of Dawson's Creek, and also made that really underwhelming show, The Following, with Kevin Bacon back in the early 2000s. Oh, um, uh, man. I really like that show. I thought it was really mid two thousands. I mean, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I I can't get into it. Um, what a belly stabbing in that show, just like these movies. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, and he was trying to do Dawson's Creek while writing this script too. So the script <laughs> wasn't nearly as detailed. It would sometimes apparently just have like some of the dialogue, and then it would apparently just say, "West does scary shit." <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, well, it worked, which, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But and then originally, Randy was supposed to be the cameraman originally. Mm-hmm. That uh, Joel, the character Joel, plays, and then Dewey was going to be like a campus security guard. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there was a few things. I think they changed it for the better. Mm-hmm, um, definitely. And then we got, um, we know what you did last summer, which I can't. <laughs> I think that came out like two months before that. Could you check that for me? Um, Because this came out in December. Okay. So I'm curious when that came out. Oh, what am I looking up again? I'm sorry. uh, I know what you did last summer. Okay. Um, And then, wasn't Buffy also in that same year? Uh, 
Yeah, I believe so. I actually can't remember the... Uh... Man, Sarah Michelle Gellar went from nothing to everything for Teenage yeah, Boys. Um, <laughs> uh, 1997 uh, was, I know, he did last Okay, summer. release date? And it's date? on Netflix, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's the release date on that? Uh, 97. Uh, the actual date, I'm just curious. Oh, I uh, can't find that. Uh, oh, October, October 17th. Okay, so this opened December, so yes, two months. Yeah. Um, before, yeah, I thought so. Um, and then, uh, okay. Yeah, Sarah Michelle Gellar, she's awesome in this movie, not in it very long. And no. then you got, um, <laughs> Timothy Oliphant, very young, got the craziest hair in the universe in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love how much he's just kind of, I'm not hamming it up, but just, seems like it's, they're just having fun making this movie. Um, and then you also got Jada Pinkett Smith and Omar, or, um, Epps? Yeah, Omar Epps. Is that his first name? Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, and, uh, yeah, Jada Pinkett Smith, man, she dies as dramatically as her husband slaps people on stage. (laughs) Jesus. You're you're not wrong though. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was just really that was a low hanging um Will Smith apple, just kind of hanging. Not a Granny <laughs> Smith apple, a Will Smith apple. Um <laughs> Sorry, that was just too easy. <laughs> it's too easy of a joke, I had to say it. Um Hit your fucking knife out of my wife. <laughs> oh my god. There's too many jokes that you can make about this. Uh, very, very timely, too. <laughs> that just happened. It's so funny. Um, um, but yeah, and then, like, the stab audience. I want to talk about the stab audience. Mm-hmm. Um, who's worse? Can you think, like, what's the number one crazy audience in a movie theater you can think of that is like this in a movie? The only other one I could think of was Gremlins. Oh, shit. Yeah, I, I actually don't know. I I can't think of an audience that is that so, fucking crazy. But the Gremlins were better. They actually watched the movie. They were actually, like, remember when they got, like, really invested into it? <laughs> oh, I love that movie so goddamn much. Um, but yeah. Uh, the movie theater is just insane. Mm-hmm. Everyone running around with fake knives, and uh, oh, it's a fun setup scene. And of course, again, get your uh, get your actor in for the first kill of the screen movie. Yep, it'll uh, it'll do wonders <laughs> for your career. Um, and I, I don't know if you're going to talk about it, but the the uh, Drew Barrymore in Stab was Heather Graham. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, trust me. Um, <laughs> uh, Austin Powers, the spy who shagged me, did a lot for young me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I actually have in my notes Heather Graham, huge crush from Austin Powers too. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I just remember watching that movie and just being like, "Oh, go!" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh Lord, have mercy on my soul with that movie. Um, um yeah. all right i'm just trying not to just daydream about heather graham and austin powers too now <laughs> um and then we also got joshua jackson in here from fringe oh yeah that's right <laughs> yeah. and uh and dawson's creek he was in that too so it's kind of fun to see him there mm-hmm. um and 
I am so fucking glad Randy is dead because he's such a pompous little shit that he corrects someone on an aliens quote when Joshua Jackson got it right the first time. <laughs> God. Yeah. Can we talk about the Cockney accent? Yeah. <laughs> I what? I was what, so confused. What was that? <laughs> I because you said, oh, Jerry O'Connell showed up. And I knew, I was like, oh, he just watched the Cockney accent scene yeah. then. <laughs> and you said it even just said that in the subtitles or something. Yeah, like it just says, in Cockney accent. <laughs> and I, I really wanted there to be like a question mark at the end of that. <laughs> even the subtitles question, I'm like, why are you doing this? Um, yeah, uh, and really the themes of this movie seem to be like boyfriend abuse. Boyfriend trauma. Mm -hmm. uh, more specifically, because she has a hard time trusting Gerald O'Connell's character, and honestly, the ending's kind of sad. Yeah, and he just dies, and with her believing that he might be a killer, um, and I really like Sid's reaction to him being shot, like just how she tries to cover it up. Mm -hmm. um, one of Nev Campbell's honestly like most natural scenes was that whole yeah. section of the movie. Um, I thought the falling. Um, styrofoam rocks were a little ridiculous. I'm like, those aren't heavy. Yeah, uh, like they wouldn't have. Why is she acting on so a, dramatic? A college set. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, <laughs> obviously, and then Debbie Salt. You know, she pops up throughout the movie and stuff like that as a bumbling reporter. Um, but she is obviously a reference to Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, definitely. She's Mrs. Voorhees, which they reference Friday the Thirteenth a lot in this movie. Kind of mm -hmm. like how they reference Halloween a lot in the first one. Yeah. Um, because, like, also, when Cece's on the phone with her friend, uh, her friend goes, go, 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 go. <laughs> I didn't even um, realize that. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. And, well, yeah, because she goes, shut up. <laughs> uh, so there's, and oh, and we also got Portia de Rossi and Rebecca Gayhart in this, too. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of, like, 90s heartthrob. They're in WB drama, CW drama type shows mm -hmm. during this era. Um, and they all get to show up in horror movies. And they're all WB actors. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny. Um, yeah, and then... Uh... Oh, oh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Well, I think he comes in a little bit before where we're talking about uh, Leave Shriver. Sh I, I'm going to... Yeah, yeah, his Cotton. Last name. Cotton. A huge part in this movie, and he's really good in this movie, too. Yeah. I, I like that he wasn't just, like, a good guy. Because uh, you'd think... No, like, he's a little oh, creepy. He, he doesn't yeah. go about... I. It's funny, because you understand where he's coming from. He just wants peace with Sid. Mm -hmm. He just goes about it completely the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you can kind of understand he's just frustrated. He's been in jail. He's probably just, you know, pent, got pent-up anger. Mm -hmm. um, you can see where he's coming from, which just makes him an interesting um, character in this movie that you only see for 10 seconds in the last one. It, again, just very savvy yeah. um, of this movie to do that. Um, and then uh, I was also going to mention the um, uh, the Randy kill. Oh, yeah. Um, which is, at this point... It makes you want to think anyone's at stake here, but he's mm -hmm. the only core that dies um, in this movie. And, uh, yeah, the, I 
it's kind of funny now when you look back and you watch it for the first time, you do realize as soon as Randy starts talking bad about Billy, that's when Ghostface grabs him. Yeah. And <laughs> it's kind of an interesting thing. It's like you can kind of put two and two together now when you watch it again. Like, oh. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's nice to know that it wasn't just Timothy Oliphant running around. Which, by the way, again, bad killer reveal because he disappears like 45 minutes into this movie until the very fucking end. And you're kind of like, oh, yeah, he's in this. <laughs> as much as I love Timothy Olyphant, you kind of were like, oh, right, Mickey. So, okay. uh, uh, we have breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Superman Legacy, James Gunn taps David Corn Sweat and Rachel Brosnan for Clark Kent and Lois Lane in DC Studio film. Oh, shit. Okay. So, yep, yeah, breaking news. Uh, that's been going around the... Been going on for a while, and I'm sure we'll get the Lex news here pretty soon. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be, a, be apparently between Bill Skarsgård and um, Alexander Skarsgård. I just realized that it's just both Skarsgårds. Yep. <laughs> okay, that's weird. Um, <laughs> that's gonna be a fun Thanksgiving. Um, <laughs> all right. So we were talking about what were we even talking about? I forgot. Yeah, I can't. Remember. Oh, for those who. Well, yeah, you definitely have noticed uh, my computer just uh, crashed, uh, but not a blue screen, at least this time. Yeah, sorry, so we should sorry be about that, guys. We, yeah, <laughs> we having some technical difficulties the last couple months, and um, we are not tech wizards. We are doing all this shit on the fly, so we yeah. are doing our goddamn best. <laughs> we don't have a we don't have an editor or any of this shit. It's just it's just essentially Alex. I just come up with the news and do the hosting. Um, <laughs> Alex has all that other stuff, and I feel bad. I just don't know anything about anything when it comes to tech. I'm just a 80 year old man oh, sitting on his porch. You're all good. I'm kind of figuring it out as we go too, because the podcasting part of this is still kind of new to me. So even though we've yeah, been doing yeah. this for a year now, but it's still it's still new. It's, yeah, that's still new for doing something like this. Um, <laughs> all right, let's get back to the. I forgot what we were talking about. Um, when we were talking about Debbie Salt. Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Voorhees, technically. Oh yeah, I think I I think we kind of moved back to talking to her, or talking about okay. talking to her, talking talking about her. People are so, listening and are like, nope, that's not what at all you guys were talking yeah, about. Probably we're we're just in some random like different universe here right now. So, <laughs> um, okay, I'll just I'll just bring up something. Um, the sequel rules. So you know the first movie plays on horror tropes a lot of the time. Scream 2 is all about sequel tropes. Mm-hmm. So we get the body count is always bigger, death scenes are much more elaborate, and then we don't get the third one. <laughs> um, I, but I those actually, are both correct. I didn't feel like if the you look at Halloween, the Halloween 2. Huh? <laughs> I didn't feel like the death scenes. Yeah, no, these weren't more elaborate. No, that's what kind of threw me off, too. And <laughs> um, Dewey survives again. <laughs> Yeah, for a really ridiculous reason too. I was gonna bring that up. <laughs> I'm you got sure stabbed in the same same spot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there there Which was is very really of... funny. Yeah, Look, the... Billy and his mom are just really in sync, even when he's dead. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's funny. Yeah, they mentioned how serial killers are typically white men, and also this movie also plays into the, um broadcasting true crimes because this is not that long after oj mm-hmm. i think you he's know, even so, referenced in this isn't he there 
Yeah, the OJ. Well, they mentioned Johnny, <laughs> the the lawyer, Johnny Cochran, mm. the lawyer, oh, yeah. and he's like, I'm gonna get, and then I'm gonna get what's his name for uh my, <laughs> for the standee, um for the witness, mm-hmm. and so there's just a lot of playing into that too, because Mickey just wants all the glory, she just wants revenge, um which is, yeah, I, I don't hate the reveal. It's just not as fun as yeah. the first movie, um. So, um, yeah, yeah. Sydney being in a in a play with people in pounds and white masks not probably not the best idea. Yeah, I still did really love and, that scene though. That it, it oh, was did actually... you know that the original m- music for that whole sequence was Danny Elfman? Uh, I believe it actually. That that makes sense. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's very interesting uh, scene. Second and... Danny Elfman original music between this and Army of Darkness. <laughs> yep. <laughs> He'll probably come up a million more times while we do this show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just secretly is in everything and then is like top. Uh, he... He's like the guy that you go to, at least back in the day. Now it's Michael he... Giacchino. Or... <laughs> and I, I, I mean, I love... Uh... Michael G. He's oh, incredible. Yeah, um, when the, I mean, I honestly probably like him better than Hans Zimmer, just because Hans Zimmer is just sometimes just this whole yeah. the entire time. <laughs> and um, I think he did the Mission Impossible two score. Mm-hmm. Didn't he? No, I I actually don't know. I, I'm not sure. I feel like he did, and if he did, woof, that's a bad one. Um. <laughs> uh. Oh, yeah, and then I want to talk about Gale. Gale and Dewey. Their relationship essentially, like, resets from the first movie. They know each other more. They dated. But Gale is now still kind of a conniving reporter. They kind of reset her character a little bit, which mm-hmm. is a little little annoying to me. Um, that she just kind of goes back to that. But, yeah. Um, oh, and the most brutal death in this movie by far is the pipe through the cop. Oh, yeah. Ooh, man. That's a fucking awesome kill, though. Yeah. That was really, really... That was, <laughs> that was gruesome. Uh, and then the way he was, like, twitching and stuff like that. I was like, ugh. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know why... Like, Sid. Sid. Just grab a piece of glass and just fucking jink him. Just... Right in his neck. Right there. I know there has to be a movie, but... It just, like, she didn't even... If she attempted to and then he woke up, I would have like that maybe a little bit more yeah said directly gets Haley killed essentially mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> like she's the reason why she dies yeah <laughs> yeah um oh weren't we talking about cotton too and i think that's might have where we stopped oh maybe uh uh but yeah i re- really like his character so yeah um, definitely. uh very interesting change uh change up than you think he is going to be and his his motivations are very interesting. I don't know why he's wandering around an empty college. Yeah, true. In the third act, I, I like the two, and then the, the music plays. It's like I'll go toward that. That sounds mm-hmm. like a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> like again, again, horror movies have to do this. We all understand. It's just fun to kind of poke fun at it. Mm-hmm. We're not. Look, if we. I try to be fair with every movie. I'm going to critique every movie how I see fit. I'm not going to 
play favorites. If I see something ridiculous, I'm going to point it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if it's a Oscar winner or some shit yeah. like that. So it doesn't, doesn't matter to me. Um, oh, and then when Randy gets stabbed, it's really weird. Um, no more no more blood gets on the blade. It's just the same amount. Yeah. When he's getting stabbed, I'm like, that's a little lazy. Yeah, same um, pattern and everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm trying to think of, like, I think we covered most of things here. We talked about Kevin Williamson. Um, yeah, just this movie was, I came out a year later, dude. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Like, and uh, the movie opened pretty big. Um, I don't remember if it did better than the first one. I'd have to check out the box office. Um, I'll have the box office numbers for the third movie. I'll just talk about all three of them. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, the, you know, Jerry O'Connell thing again, boyfriend tragedy, she needs distance. And then like, we don't get much of him for the rest Mm -hmm. of the movie. Um, besides that really awkward dancing, singing scene. Yeah. Um, Oh man, that was awkward as hell. (laughs) <laughs> I know it's supposed to be. It still just makes me uncomfortable more yeah. than like a death scene. <laughs> <laughs> like I was so much more comfortable with that man getting stabbed with a pipe mm-hmm. than Cherry O'Connell singing. <laughs> True. <laughs> um. Oh, uh, update on it's Hans a, it's Zimmer. A fun movie. He, it's a fun movie. He, he did. Uh, he did, in fact, do the Mission Impossible two soundtrack. <laughs> Why do I know this? I don't Why know. Does my... <laughs> Why does my brain know these random bullshit? <laughs> and then it's like, hey, Ryan, recap a movie you've seen a hundred times. And my brain just goes, oh, duh. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We... I've seen Scream 1 so many times. And my brain just fried last episode. And I apologize <laughs> about that, everyone. I hope this was... We just have had to have a bit more general discussion just because, again, we've had a lot of crashes. So, yeah. and Alex has a hard out at two every time we do. We have a, essentially a two-hour window uh, <laughs> to do these podcasts. So, it just depends on how fast we get through the news. You know, that kind of just tells us what kind of, uh, how we're going to recap the movie, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why Temple of Doom was so short, because I think we were late at that episode, weren't we? <laughs> Yeah, I think so. And we had a lot of news. Um, that's why I was only like a 22-minute talk about of us just shitting on that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, um, I think this was an uh, interesting discussion about Scream 2, though, because uh, I think we covered most of the cast. Uh, of oh, yeah. Being, yeah, we yeah. covered most of the cast, and then, you know, the, takes place at a college. Um, we didn't really mention that, and it was filmed in L.A., um okay. most of it um mm-hmm. so you can kind of tell because um because oh my god why am i forgetting the name of the town in the first why am i i almost said haddonfield it's not haddonfield <laughs> woodsboro woodsboro mm-hmm. um god damn it there's just a lot of horror towns you have to memorize <laughs> when you're a horror fan <laughs> yeah it's true and they get reused a lot <laughs> It's nice when um, something like Candyman's just like Chicago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's easy for <laughs> yeah. me to remember. <laughs> um, but all right, let's just get to... Because it is getting fucking hot in my room. And yeah. it's only going to get worse here. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, everyone. Apparently, I cursed us with the triple digit 
when I said, <laughs> we haven't got the triple digits. And then we got the worst at the triple digits Yep, uh, coming up here soon. So I'm sorry about that. That's probably my fault. Some just pointed its giant middle finger at me. All right. Let's uh, rank the killer reveal here. Um, so I think we're both in... We pretty much said it. Billy and Stu, number one. Um, Mrs. Loomis and Mickey at number two. Yep, definitely. I don't think there's any any contest about that. So, <laughs> And I will say, this is still some movie magic. I think it does try to be the first one a little too much i that's one of my issues with this movie is that it doesn't really have its own identity at times yeah um it feels like sometimes it's trying to outdo the first one um but i still think this movie's really really good really enjoyable um so yeah also keep it with magic um what about you oh oh yeah uh definitely magic for me even though i think like i said it's probably part of the cast that that did it for me so (laughs) Now, here's where <laughs> things get maybe contentious, because you like Scream 2 better, I like Scream 1 better. Uh, I, You know, I don't think it's contentious. I, I think that Scream 1 is still better, because my, my main takeaway from this is that this is, is Scream 2... Is it better 2, than you expected, also? Yes, it's way better than I expected. <laughs> but, okay. but, but still, this movie doesn't exist with out scream one and i know that that can be said probably for some of the other movies but specifically for this one i think that because of the killer reveal and because of the the core cast at the moment uh that this is still number two for me okay all right so scream one scream two and then we'll be back next week yet again um and if not, we'll be back in two weeks, like usual. Um, but we are going to be trying to do these ones weekly for a mm-hmm. little bit here. Yeah. Um, so we'll be back Scream 3. And if not, just always know it'll be the two weeks ahead. And then, honestly, I'll just say this now. Um, don't expect this podcast to end without us having a recording saying the podcast is ending. <laughs> we will <laughs> let you know if this podcast is actually ending. It's not just going to be one of those things where the last episode is just the last episode. We will let you know. So just always know there's probably a technical difficulty or some drama in our lives and we just can't record. So yeah. just know that for the future when we are off for nearly two months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, just Alex had moving technical is- or not moving. You had finals, technical yeah. issues. Um, I had to deal with the IRS, which was fun. Oh, um, so... <laughs> <laughs> everything's fine everything's fine oh, yeah. um but man no one told you that when you become an adult you had to talk to the government mob um it's, it's not something <laughs> they prepare you for yeah <laughs> <laughs> so um all right we'll be back next week with scream three and uh you have a wonderful week